This podcast is rated M for mature, for language and opinions that may not be the ones you have. If you have complaints about these opinions and would like to voice them, please stick your head in a bucket harness and speak them aloud. Enjoy. I don't waste your time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast. I am your host, NPC Paul Logan, and today on the episode, well, this is our first official true episode. The real one. The real McCoy, as they used to say. Gone are the days of stupid E3 taking up all of the show and having no substance except for games that are coming out. We now herald the days of true video game podcasting. We're going to talk about news. We're going to talk about games that we're playing currently. And then we're going to have a nice, long discussion about a topic of our choosing. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the podcast that I wanted to make. And the only reason I did the E3 episode was that Dan told me I had to. Speaking of Dan, Mr. Dan O'Ravasari and Noah Belmer are the NPCs that joined me this week. We have a brand new episode of Amazing Adventures of If Half-Life 3 came out today. And Starbucks gives me one last shot to do a commercial correctly. I hope that you enjoy it because I sure enjoyed doing the first official NPC podcast in my eyes. As for the audio, you know the drill. Nothing much has changed, but we are working tirelessly around the clock to fix it. But rest assured, so many things are going to be coming to the NPC podcast you, you can't even imagine. As for all the boring stuff, like where you can find us, right now it is just the SoundCloud. But in the very short future, we're going to build a website. We're already building it, as a matter of fact. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be big. I'm starting to sound a little like Trump now. Thanks for downloading or listening to it, however you're listening to it. I always appreciate it. Let me know in person or on Facebook or whatever. Maybe SoundCloud. I don't really understand how that works. But all the other podcasters say it, so I'm going to say it too. Uh rate and uh subscribe maybe i don't know we're working on it enjoy the episode so we are back with episode three of the non-player character podcast how's it going guys are we already on episode three already on episode three doesn't it feel weird yeah all right so i'm with dan oravasari did i get that right close enough okay and noah bulmer is that right wow bulmer bulmer is that right yeah yeah, that's that's sure. Let's Sweet, go we're going with Noma Bulmer. <laughs> so Noma, uh, how, how how have you been? You know, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. It's a great time to be playing video games. Is it? Which video games have you been playing and having such a great time doing? I've Mario been playing. No, I haven't. You played, haven't I played a Mario yet. No, I haven't played mm. any Mario. Interesting. I have, I have actually gone and have solemnly swore to never play a Mario. Simply to spite you guys. Right, <laughs> right. We'll change that. Yeah, we're going to change that for sure. <laughs> no, um, been playing what everybody else has been playing, Overwatch. Overwatch, of course you've been playing Overwatch. Of course I've been playing Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Overwatch just came out with an update. They did. Yeah, how are you liking yeah. it? Uh, Roadhog sucks, um, and R- Reaper is good. Roadhog sucks, Reaper is good. And McCree's got an update, but 
I mean, he's he's a cowboy, and Matt Mercer voices him, so he's godlike. <laughs> I see. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Nothing else, though. No other games you've been playing? Nah, I mean, a little bits here and there, but it's mostly Overwatch. Mostly Everything Overwatch. else just kind of blends. Oh, Helldivers. Helldivers? Yeah. Wow. Welcome to 2016, 2015? Hey. Yeah, like that. Hey, that game's great. <laughs> it is. It's fantastic. Back is that a day. dual stick shooter? It is. It's a yeah. dual stick shooter where there's friendly fire. <laughs> And you all share one screen. It's top-down destiny. Yeah. Without, like, the horseshit of Bungie. Yeah. That does sound pretty good. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I haven't checked that out. You should. Okay. Yeah. I'll play with you. It's horrible. You'll hate <laughs> it. <laughs> I probably will, considering I'm so bad at Overwatch. I'm yeah. sure that Helldivers is not going to be that much different. Dan. Yes. You all know. You all know the answer. Yeah, but we... What we, game we have you been you playing, that. Dan? Ark Survival Evolved. I've uh, never heard you say those words. What is Ark Survival Evolved? It's if um, they took pain and put it in a disc. I and, see. And then you stick it on your PS4, and it just consumed your time like a leech. Right. Got I don't it. think yeah. I don't think there's a disc for that. There's no physical copy. So there is going to be. Oh, there's so, going to be. Okay. So in Indiana Jones, <clears throat> when Doctor Jones said, "Where'd you give the Ark to?" and he said, "Top men," they were talking about you, right? <laughs> It's too early for this, Noah. Noah. <laughs> Noah. You have to start everything over now. Yeah. It's going to go home. It's um, yeah, no, I am the alpha. I am the tri- I'm the leader of the alpha tribe on our server. Can you tell our listeners what your name on the ARC server is? King of the North. King of the North. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. So just so that our listeners know, what does that really mean? Um, so, uh, you know, there's like four directions, right? There's like an east, the west, no, and the south. That's not what I mean. And then that's not that what other I mean, one Dan. is north? Yes. Okay. I'm king of that direction. What does king entail? Oh, I deal with all of the drama between little kids on pointless little squabbles. Right. a virtual video game involving dinosaurs. <laughs> what possible drama could unfold on a video game? Killing people, stealing shit inciting all sorts of shit stalking okay. actually right right a lot of drama and shit i don't really there would be a whole episode of me bitching about arc right yeah. but just so everyone understands you are at the top of that shit pile uh, yeah i am the cherry that's fantastic On that to shit know. sunday okay yeah. <laughs> well um i have actually been playing a real video game uh shadow of mordor Welcome to 2016. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I never Sorry, actually I'm the only finished one who's it. Current, current, yeah, current. Isn't Ark like two years old? Not for PS4. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm playing Shadow it's of Mordor. Technically, so second deck. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Gravewalker. Yeah. God, that game is so good. Yeah. It's such a fantastic game. Everything, the the little mechanics inside of it, everything that's done under the hood. The one complaint that I've had ever since the game came out is uh, locomotion. Like, actually getting from one place to another. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. he, he, he doesn't move the way you want him to move. I disagree with that. He is a wraith. He's literally moving through the world. Well, like, what I'm saying, uh, I was, I was uh, trying to f- uh, uh, run down a orc commander mm-hmm. you know i, I right. made him afraid and he ran away yeah um and there was an arc way that i was trying to go through and i kept hitting each side of the arch not going through it and i don't i don't know i don't know what that was could just be you suck 
Yeah. It could be that. I mean, why didn't you just shoot him in the leg and tie him to the ground, scrub? Because yeah. I, I didn't have that power unlocked yet. <laughs> God, get, scrub. Get on our level, yeah. scrub. Yeah. Get good. <laughs> I know. That's the one thing about this uh, video game podcast that I'm going to probably eventually unveil is that I'm actually very bad at video games. I thought we already knew that. Yeah, we already knew that. I guess it's time for the listeners to learn that. Yeah. Listeners, yeah, he's so. been playing Skyrim for the past 20 years because it's the only, the game, only he's game, game he's been <laughs> No, that's fair. I am, yeah, I so am only good at one game. Paul is terrible at video games. Yeah. Noah has never played a video game. And you only play one video game. And I am, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Why are we doing a video game podcast again? Because it's fun. Why not? Because we love this stuff. And yeah, we who do. better to talk about this than the ones that actually love and care about it? Isn't that the truth? Well, guys, I'm, I'm glad you guys uh, really came through and played a variety of games so that this first <laughs> section of the podcast can be filled with uh, uh, color and vibrancy. Well, speaking of color and vibrancy, I did play Breath of the Wild. Oh! Yeah. <clears throat> For a good two hours. Yeah. The listeners can't see, but I am actually grasping at my pearls i don't need to see that <laughs> so how, how are keep, you liking keep the pearls <laughs> <laughs> how are you liking breath of the wild um so since you're a nintendo hater and everybody knows it yeah and so i'm trying to uh curb my hatred right yeah no um it's a beautiful game it is definitely something i could see why people really would get into mm -hmm. the big issue i find with it is it's exactly kind of what i expected um, it's Nintendo still playing catch-up on a number of engines from other games that have already been established and been doing this for years. Um, they have done it at their own charm, and I think that is the magic, is they've taken elements that have been working for years, and now they've just covered it in Nintendo, Mario, you know... Goodness. Sparkles, whatever. Right, right. Um, the problem is they still don't quite understand it, because with the weapon-breaking system, it's not does not facilitate the actual experience all it does is kind of like yeah there's kind of some, yeah there's right. literally like this kind of detrimental aspect that just keeps getting in your way from enjoying right it. right and the one the one uh part that i didn't like because i could i could kind of move past the uh weapon uh breaking i, I moved past that because i'm used to games like uh fire emblem where that's part of the mechanic, and you have to keep buying your weapons to keep your army supplied, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. The one thing I couldn't get over is that it takes stamina <clears throat> to do anything. Yes. And when, when you're in a fight, and you accidentally, say, drop off of uh, uh, a Cliff. cliffside or something, and you quickly press B to pull out your hang glider, and you're hang gliding down, but then you see water beneath you, you're like, oh shit, I'm dead. Like, no matter how hard I try, yeah. there's no way that I can survive this. Because Link just can't float, man. He can't float, evidently. <laughs> no. Kicking his little Link legs <laughs> needs to take up, like, most of his stamina bar. So, for everything good that this game did, it is far from perfect. Yeah. But it is as close to perfect <clears throat> as a Zelda game has become, for me at least. Yeah, I think it is the first time we've seen Nintendo really take a modern step since Spl Splatoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't play Splatoon <clears throat> anyway because I'm colorblind, and uh, yeah. the second match I ever played of Splatoon... Gray versus gray. <laughs> <laughs> the second match I ever played was uh, purple versus blue, mm. and it was like a cruel joke played on only <laughs> me because I couldn't... I had no idea. I, yeah. I guess I played blue, maybe. I might have been purple. 
my teammates might not have been teammates. I have no idea what was happening in that, and I just never picked it up. So I can't, I can't do that game. Well, I do hope. Have they said anything about you know a mode for Splatoon two, regarding things like that? Colorblindness. Uh, colorblind yeah. modes. I mean, usually, uh, video game companies do not really curtail to the colorblind audience as much as they probably should. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of these days we will have an entire episode on disabled gaming. Uh, because it is an, uh, an incredibly important topic that that should be discussed at length, um, but you know the the most minor of uh, disabilities, colorblindness, uh, is is yeah, it's a little frustrating. And for most games, it would be easy to just either put on a grayscale or symbols. Uh, well, yeah, in a game that's specifically about colors. Yeah, you know. yeah, it is. It is sort of. Uh, it hurts. It hurts my heart. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just one game from Nintendo I can't play. I can play 99.9% .9 of all games except for Splatoon and Metal Gear Solid 3. Why 3? Uh, everything is green. Is I can't funny? see anything. Everything is green for us, too. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> but everything blends in, and I know everything kind of blends in yeah. for you, too, but it blends in, like, ten times yeah. more for me than it does for you, so I, it's, it's frustrating, but... It's something I deal with on a daily basis. Hmm. Uh, I cry myself you. to sleep at, yeah. sleep at night. Yeah, poor, it's a you. Lot. poor you. Yeah. Poor you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about news uh, and the things happening in the video game industry this week. And a little bit uh, after that, we're going to be talking about our topic of the day. And what's the topic of the day, boys? I don't know. I forgot. Yeah, what was it? I don't know. Jesus Christ. Why are we here? All right. And now for another thrilling adventure of If Half-Life 3 came out today Episode 3 Train Station Hey, did you hear Half-Life 3 came out? <gasps> what? Half-Life 4 confirmed. <gasps> and so concludes another thrilling adventure of... If Half-Life 3 came out today! Yeah. Alright, so we are back. I'm still with Dan and I'm still with Numa. No, no, Nova. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're gonna be talking. Novakin. Thank you. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about uh, uh, some news that happened within this week and a little bit of last week. Uh, first and foremost, I wanted to talk about uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, or as it's commonly known as PUBG. Uh, which it shouldn't be known as PUBG since... It should be known as PUBG. No, it shouldn't be because uh, uh, Battlegrounds is one word and Player Unknown might be two words, but it is written as one word. So it really should be uh, P-B. I'm not a grammar Nazi, guys. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just pointing out the obvious. No you know one else what? is saying it's yeah, no, the first one. Where is this going? <laughs> that's exactly where it's going. It's grammatically incorrect. I think we need to have yeah. this argument. It's that dude's name. He can say it however he wants. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it Brandon? 
No, it's player unknown. Right, but isn't it Bl- Brendan? Like he came Blended. out. <laughs> Blended. <laughs> isn't it Brendan? Like he came out at E3 and and now everyone knows him, so he nobody, can't. Nobody cares. So he's not technically player unknown. He's no he's longer player known. He's player known now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Player knowns. <laughs> yeah, or just Brendan's battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the next admirer. Oh yeah, yeah. God. Oh, that'd be cool. Just Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine the squeakiest person in the world being like, "I'm gonna fuck you up, and Brendan's player unknown battlegrounds." <laughs> So anyway, oh Player Unknown Battleground is, as we said last time, coming out for the Xbox, and uh, hopefully, eventually, it's sort of a nebulous yes or no right now, uh, coming to the PS4. We don't know yet, but if it makes money, I'm sure it will. It probably will. It probably will. Most likely. But the main news topic is that um, it might be cross-platform for Xbox and PC. What do you guys feel about that? Um, Does that sit right with you? I think it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna really depend on how they do it, because really if they <clears throat> can can segregate the market a little bit, because I know PC is going to be probably a higher skill level than console just because of interface, right? And that's generally the you know the agreement between both markets. Um, if they can somehow make it so that there is an overlap and people can choose to opt into that. You know, server base, then I'm okay with it. Right. But if they completely merge the two and console has to compete with con- uh, PC, it's going to be difficult for a lot of people. I'm not saying that there aren't console players that could whoop the ass of somebody who's on PC. And vice versa. I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. But that's going to be the problem is I think that PC will have a, an advantage yeah. over console. Yeah. The one thing that they did come out and say was that if they uh, are going to do it, they need to add aim assist for the console players. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. Neither do I. Because like, at a certain point, aim assist becomes cheating. Yeah, it's it's a crutch. Yeah, it's it's a huge crutch that the console players would have over PC players. And like, no, you you play Overwatch. Right. Overwatch is on all consoles. Right. Um, how would you feel if Overwatch just all of a sudden you can play with PS4 guys and PC guys? I mean, if you could, that'd be really awesome. It's technically very cool to see. Uh, I think the difference that you could kind of see between the two games is something we can go into later, but to answer the question, it would be weird. It would be unfair. Like, you can already get smashed by people who are really good yeah. at the console version. To then go against somebody who has been playing probably on their PC a lot longer than you've been on your console right? Um, with controls that are more tactile, more precise, and just better hand-eye coordination due to the fact that they can minusculely change how they look at things exactly mm-hmm. yeah. is a complete advantage over yeah. any yeah. console user. And I think that's the big thing is it really it's not just that console gamers are worse at gaming than PC gamers, but PC gaming with a mouse gives you a much wider range of motion with a, the ability to have yeah. such minute especially motion. with the ability to change how minute that motion is. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, which, you know, you kind of can with uh, uh, controller sensitivity. But it's never going to be as precise as... Yeah, you've got maybe like an inch of rotation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, The one thing that I actually kind of thought of was um, a lot of PC players of Battlegrounds will downgrade their uh, visual settings. Yep. Turning the grass all the way down. And the one thing that the console versions of PlayerUnknown Battleground was going to give would be... um, everybody having the same graphical settings across the board, so you can't do that. Uh, so that in and of itself would completely change the dynamic of the actual gameplay so that people on the PC could see players 
miles farther than the people on the consoles could, just because of the density of the grasses and and and, <coughs> and whatnot. Yeah. So I mean, hardware and the software is definitely a topic that needs to be brought up. Um, the fact that cons the PCs are more powerful than consoles and internet can usually be streamed better for those that play PC. Right? Right. Yeah. right. Um, they can do things more. They can get the 120 frames per second. Consoles maybe get 60 at most. Yeah. Well, um, then why do you think, you know, developers like Microsoft are trying to push this kind of thing? Because that's the only thing that they really have to push. They've pushed TV for, micro for Xbox and that thing crap. They push their in-home entertainment. They've tried to push exclusive, but Sony has that out of the bag. What they got is, hey, we also have Windows 10. Please buy our stuff on Windows 10. Because you can also play it on Xbox. Windows, please buy our stuff. <laughs> right. Windows, please buy our stuff. Yeah. But uh, not only that, but the, the hardware, the, the software of PUBG is that that is still in development. It is still a game that crashes. It's still a game that if, if you are driving a car and then you hop out, that car can kill you when you hop out. Like, it is a buggy game. To then have that to where it talks between... Uh, PCs and consoles, especially in places where people on PC can mod and they can hack the game and they can change the rule settings, even if the person who created it doesn't want that to happen, that can be a very big um, weight on the server. Right. That can make it crash on the console, that could possibly damage your console, because it just is going to push the hardware too much, and it also is another complete disadvantage, where a PC user can have things like extra aim bots or the ability to automatically do triggers and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it does open the market up to a big change. But I also think one of the things that Microsoft might be pushing is <clears throat> the compatibility with the Xbox One X. If current gen consoles are not powerful enough to handle it and can't compete with PCs, why don't you upgrade to the next gen market? Right. That, that cool. actually uh, segues perfectly. Thank you, Dan. Uh, analysts are saying, uh, and I'm going to put huge asterisks around this because every time I quote analysts, this is this is with a whole crystal heaping of salt. Yeah, this is crystal ball theori theoretical stuff. So take it as it is. But analysts are saying that the Xbox One X X will sell 17 million units by the year 2020. Is that good, Dan, or is that bad? Um, not great. Not great. <laughs> not yeah. great. I yeah. mean, so, I, I mean, it's not as many as I would imagine Microsoft is, you know, expecting to sell themselves. Um, but for you know, I guess a market that it's already got the consoles and an install base, it's probably not terrible. But it's by far not a great showing for a need for this evolutionary step. Yeah, that's like just kind of a half step. Right. Right. I mean, it's. It's almost an embarrassing number. In my eyes, it's almost an embarrassing number. Uh, putting it out at a $500 price tag, uh, putting all the technology that they currently have into it, and they're still not even breaking what PlayStation has done yeah. uh, in two years. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not great. It's not great. And the analysts are agreeing with what we said last week, mm -hmm. last time. Uh, is that the market is not ready for 4K. Yeah, and if people don't quite understand where the numbers are, like the PS4, as of, I think, January, sold like 53 million units. That's a lot of millions of units. Yeah. So, I mean, that discrepancy is quite large. So yeah. It's and I know that Xbox is trying to play catch-up, and that's sort of the reason why they're doing what they're doing with the Xbox One X. 
<laughs> I'm going to enunciate it every time. Well, you have to. You have you, to. Uh, you don't want people to think it's the original Xbox. Of course not. Uh, so, what they're, they're, they're just trying to play catch-up. And playing catch-up to someone who's how, who has outsold you three to one is not... It's, it's laughable. I mean, this is, this is basically a race where somebody has taken two laps around you mm-hmm. and you've just finished your first. Well, you got to save it for the end, right? That's yeah, that yeah. that burst, that burst of energy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's almost the same. It's kind of funny because it's the same thing that happened last generation, where the Xbox 360 was miles ahead of the PS3. Yeah. And then towards the end, the PS3 started playing quite a bit of catch up and actually caught up a fair amount. Yeah, yeah, pretty good amount. So I think Xbox is <coughs> trying their best to do that this generation, except for they're just now kind of learning that it's exclusives. Like, yeah. really, if you want to play something and you don't have anything on the next generation, you need to go, well, what am I going to get to play, you know, the next best game? Right. Noah? It took them making a Wii U to realize that? Like, this is Microsoft's Wii U, is it not? Like, (laughs) (laughs) they should have called it the Xbox One U, not the Xbox One X. Xbox One U. Yeah, Xbox One U. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's... It's sad. It really is sad. And I can see what you're saying, ketchup, but to me, they're not playing ketchup. They're trying to one-up them. Because they, of the Well, that's how you play ketchup. Right. You have yeah, you to. had to sort of one-up. It's because of the Pro that you're saying that? The no, PlayStation 4 because Pro. of the Xbox One X. Okay. Because they are trying to push all these different things that, to be honest, console players probably don't really want. Do you want liquid cooling in your console? Do you give a shit? Do you care? Do you yeah. care at and all? That's, that's another thing. Who knows what liquid cooling is? I mean, yes, yes, we know what liquid cooling is, yeah. but uh, the the average uh, uh, you know, salesperson or consumer... Well, I mean, it, it's fairly... Ex- it explains itself in the term. It, yeah. What is liquid cooling? Well, it's liquid cooling. It's liquid cooling. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Why does that matter? And I think that those are like tech things that just most people probably don't get. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you shouldn't be putting water near your electrical. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, what this if it leaks? Who knows? <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine Xbox One X first editions leakage? <laughs> <laughs> but like, this this is part of the problem that Wii U had, and it's good that you bring up Wii U, Noah, because uh, it's salespeople Marketers had a really hard time explaining what the Wii U was and how it was different from its younger brother, the Wii. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the only major difference was a slight graphical upgrade, not even that major, and a tablet. The tablet was a huge selling point, I guess, because tablets were sort of hitting the market on a mainstream basis with also, like Apple Air and things like that coming out. It was also huge. Yeah, and it was huge, I guess. Oh god, it but, was really big. But people, why can't I just buy the tablet? Yeah, why can't I just buy the tablet? And there, you were like, well, no, you can't just buy the tablet. No, you, so marketers already had a hard time with that, and now Xbox is coming to the table. Xbox is <laughs> with their Xbox One X. And, um, box. <laughs> Xbox, box, Xbox. Um, they're coming to the table with an Xbox One X. And Can we just call it Box X? Box yeah. X. That's, that's, that's hard. Terrible. That's terrible. Everything, yeah. everything. We can't fix it. Yeah. Um, just call it Microsoft U. Microsoft <laughs> U. Uh, so, yeah, they're coming to the table with this massively overpowered, uh, basically, consumer PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it. How can you sell that? 
As 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 a let's salesman, ask, how do you sell that? As a marketer, how do you sell that? Let's ask Alienware. How'd they yeah. work out? That? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good point. They're Alienware steam machines. Are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Those. Who the fuck knows what that is? <laughs> who the fuck knows what that is? No one fucking bought one of those, and the people who did basically bought it to rip it apart. Yeah, and that, that's actually, you know, leads into the point is that anybody who cares about specs, who understands liquid cooling, all those things, owns a PC. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to buy an Xbox One X to buy to play a PC game. No. If you not. ask anybody who has a PC, did you buy that pre-made? No, they built no. it themselves. Yeah, they know exactly what is in that PC. They put their heart and blood into that PC. Yeah. Like, And, like, if you weren't going to buy an Xbox... You would, or if you weren't going to buy a PC, excuse me, you were going to buy an Xbox for the Xbox exclusives, the only games that were coming out, like Crackdown 3 or something like that. Which no one's going to care about. Which no one's going to care about, Sunset yeah. Sunset Overdrive? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it, well, the it, trailers were good. The trailers were good. The yes. gameplay was okay. The if they made a sequel, gross. honestly, if they made a sequel, fine. That's it's good. Called, yeah, it's called State of Decay 2. Oh, no. State of Decay 2 is different. Because <laughs> it's better. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm saying is like... Even the PC players who need to buy an Xbox to buy uh, to to get the newest Xbox game that they can only play on Xbox, there's nothing out there. There's nothing out there for them to buy. So why buy an Xbox anyway? That is the question. Yeah, and that's why you know I mean if you looked at uh, Microsoft's E3, Xbox exclusive, blah blah blah, Xbox exclusive. Yeah, and that's why they hammered it so hard to be like, look guys, we have stuff too. <laughs> And We're here. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> Please listen to us. Yeah. yeah, no, it it is it is tough to see uh, that that no one's going to buy this system, and the people who are is it tough? Is it really tough to see at all? Do we? Are you going to buy it? No, I'm not going to buy are it. Are you going to buy it? I don't even own an Xbox. Exactly. So <clears throat> why is that hard to see? All right. Yeah, you made a good point. It's not very <laughs> hard to see. I just I yeah. just wish Xbox could get to the level that they were with the 360, and it's sad that they never will. Yo, well, Microsoft, get on our level, scrubs. <laughs> well, Microsoft, so the issue with that, I mean, uh, not to deviate too far That's from the conversation point, is that, so the reason why the 360 did so well was because of the IPs. It was Halo, Gears, Forza, um, what, uh, Fable. Yeah. yeah. You know, hey. so, no, Fable oh, was really sorry. big when it first started. <laughs> Fable was amazing. Yeah, when it first started, it literally was profound. No. Um, but <laughs> sorry, um, but the idea is like you know it had these amazing IPs, and they wrote it out throughout the 360's life cycle. Now the Xbox One came out, and now like well, um, Bungie has left uh, Halo. Yeah. It's now three four three, I think. Right, three four three. You know, um, Gears is no longer done with Cliff Blazinski. It's now right. people can fly or some Something. other Epic yeah. Studio, yeah, yeah. and so all the original developers who pretty much created the heart of these uh, IPs are gone. Yeah. Except for Forza. Forza Except for Forza, but Forza is a racing game, so right. therefore it doesn't really have much of a heart. Yeah. yeah. Like, not that I don't, not bashing racing games, no, but... No, I mean, Forza's the best, currently the best yeah, racing it, game out there. Exactly, but it's just, again, it's more of the same. Right. You know, it's the same kind of concept with sports games. Mm -hmm. You know, they're cool, people who love them, I'm sure really love them. But the iterations are not there to drive mass market appeal. Yeah. Um, so now they've re they've launched a new console with very little to drag people back to it. Everybody who's been there has already been there. Everybody's going to go there. Well, they know the games that they're going to play. Halo's pretty much fallen off the fucking earth. Right. You know? They said that they will bring out another Halo, but not until it's ready. And 
it was implied that that won't be until 2019. Okay, it's yeah. gone. <laughs> right? Exactly. Gears came out to a little bit of a bump. Yeah. But... The, now, hor- the Horde mode apparently was good. Horde mode was really good. And then Horde everything was okay. else was bad. Yeah, Horde yeah. was okay. I heard Horde mode was good. I played it. it I didn't it's play okay. it. It's okay? It's okay. Okay. Do well, like it's Horde, Horde mode, mode, right? Like, there's yeah, not no, much... I love Horde mode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's not much you can do with Horde mode. It's just... Well, they added mode. this currency system where you can kind of build as you play, and you okay. build, like, this kind of... Right, no, yeah, I saw that. Tower okay. defense it looked kind of thing cool. going on. Which is cool, but it's not Gears. Like, it's just... It starts moving away from Gears. Right. Um, anyways, you start moving also away from the original cast. Yeah. Because are bringing in the young blood for it. Yeah. Um, so you've now got a new or a new console trying to push an old IP with new characters yeah. with, that's not developed by the original developers. Right, right. So there's a lot missing on that IP. And what else do they have? There's nothing to drive the Xbox One to where the 360 was. There's no heart. There's no new. There's no, like, flash. That's true. And I think that's really our point is that Microsoft is hanging themselves with their own rope. Well, they're trying to do the Nintendo. Hey guys, these things you loved, here it is again. Here it is again, prettier and shinier yeah. and slightly different. Yeah. Um, speaking of Nintendo, uh, it's a perfect segue again, Dan. You That's are nailing it. Ten out of ten. You get a gold scar star today. Get a gold scar. So, the NES, the classic NES, has been announced. The micro NES that has. How many games? 20? Something like that? 25. 25 games? 28. 28. Some weird number. I don't know. It has StarCraft 2. Yeah, it has StarCraft. Star Fox. Star Star Fox 2. Holy crap. Yeah. The unreleased Star Fox 2. Uh, It's already sold out in the UK. Yes. It's already sold out on Amazon Australia. And we here in the States haven't even got pre-orders for it yet. Yeah. So it's already selling out across the world. And what is Nintendo doing? Selling out. But <laughs> literally? <laughs> literally selling out? Yeah. Like, what else? I mean, it, the NES Classic was such a success. Right. Why not do an SNES? SNES. I mean, they came out after the SNES, or the NES happened. Uh, they came out saying, we had no idea it was going to be popular. Bullshit. Right? Bullshit. Do, do you really think that that's bullshit? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah? 100%. Yeah? Okay. Okay. And, uh, I mean, so... But they found out then. They found out that it was going to be popular. They've had months and months now to retool and rethink the SNES and uh, nothing. They're still giving us roughly the same. They said they are going to expand uh, uh, production for it so that we will get a lot more. They weren't very specific on, on numbers. Nintendo's never specific on numbers. Yeah. No, they, they, they never are. Um, but clearly it's still not going to be enough. I, uh, of like, course not. Why would they want to? They want that. They want that. They want topic. people to emulate their games. They want people to talk about their stuff because Amiibos all sold out. Switch. Where the fuck are you gonna find a Switch? The NES, delisted. Not making it anymore. The SNES. Why would they not want to keep riding on this bandwagon train? Why do they not want to keep it going? No, we hit it on the head. That's literally hundred percent it. They just want to talk. No, it's the. They what's want the, the want? They yeah. Want what is the hot one. item? The parents, what is the hot item coming out? Right. The one that they're it was the NES. They, they want it's the tickle Nintendo me Elmo NES. Effect. Oh my god, this is a must-have item. Right. Oh, what's the hot item? Oh, it's the Nintendo Switch. Oh, what's the hot item? It's the Nintendo SNES. What's you know, the trend? You want to know what little Paul's gonna tell you? He's gonna be like, Papa, I want I need this. a cigarette. I want this. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, I want that. I want that. And you're gonna go to every single store just like every other good parent. And you're gonna be like, hey. 
you got this? And they're going to be like, no, nah, I don't. And you're going to feel like a horrible parent. So you're going to go to every other fucking store to try to find it. And when you finally find it, you're going to buy it immediately. Two things. One, I don't have a kid and never will. How dare you even insinuate it. <laughs> and two, I think slightly, it's not the kids who are going to want it, but the parents. Yeah, because they're going to want that little kid to shut the fuck up. Uh, well, partly, <laughs> yeah, partly. But, I mean, this is this is a system that doesn't play on little kids. Little kids don't understand why Yoshi's World was amazing, even though, oh my god, Super Mario World 2 is coming out. Super Mario World... Super Mario World is coming out, and Star Fox 2, a game that I never played, that's coming out too? Yeah. Well, no, it That's hits nostalgia, man. That hits re- yeah, right but, in my nostalgia yeah. boner. <laughs> Please put that away. <laughs> Sorry. We don't want to see the pearls either. Put those uh, away. Uh, God. Forgot about those. Um, <laughs> thought I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Hey, happened. I mean, Star Fox was in Smash Brothers, right? Oh, God, Noah. And see, yeah, that's that's the thing. If you don't care about it because you haven't played any of these games, has, have you played any of these games that no. they're showing off? Final Fantasy three? God damn. Yeah, right. One of the greatest Final Fantasies <laughs> of all time you've never played? None of the... You, yeah, those are just mistakes. Is that the one where you didn't have a, a memory card? <laughs> no, that was seven. Okay. That was seven that I never had a memory card oh, for. Uh, what I was going to say, though, uh, is that I think kids um, will want it. Not just because... You know, everyone wants it. I because think Jimmy John it. down the street has it. Well, not even that. No, it's because it's Mario, because it's Yoshi. The industry kids is going to talk. Yeah, kids just don't care about, you know, graphics. I think the, the teenage group and around that, that's the age you start going, wow, I want to show the latest and the greatest kind of things. So, Why does every kid want Call of Duty? Because their friends play it. And exactly. it's a social experience. But Nintendo isn't. Nintendo never has been a social experience. It's a community experience, but it's not like an online social experience. I think Nintendo as a whole is a social experiment on how long we're going to deal with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, With that, actually, I will take a break. We will all take a break together, collectively. As uh, a social experiment. As a social experiment. And uh, do you guys remember now what the topic was when we come back? We're going to talk about it? You guys remember? We're talking about Nintendo, right? Something (laughs) physical versus digital? There it is! Dan's got it. Another gold star for me. Another gold star for you. Now what you are slacking today. Eh, I mean, you mess with the bull, you get the horn. (laughs) Whatever the... All right, we're taking a break. Shut (laughs) up now. You mess with the boy? (laughs) No, So I received another strange email from Starbucks corporate saying that the last ad read I did on the last episode was incorrect. Uh, They claim that, and I'll quote, uh, our product is not to be used to call forth the dark ones that slumber within our nightmares as this portrays Starbucks brand as insensitive to other magnificent forces that dwell among the shadows. To be honest, I don't remember anything that I recorded for that ad read, which is strange because I'm also the audio editor here at the podcast. Uh, The last thing I remember saying was how great the Starbucks app is, and then I just blacked out. I just want to say, though, that I am sorry if I in any way misled our listeners into thinking that Starbucks is anything but the world leader in high-quality coffee. And all that being said, Starbucks is graciously giving me one more shot at their ad copy, and I hope that this one comes out correctly. Today's sponsor is Starbucks. This is... This is hard for me to say. I... I don't feel like I have the words. Starbucks, you and I have known each other for years now, and I don't know where I'd be without you. 
I can't imagine. I can't begin to describe what you've meant to me and how you make me feel. I don't know if I'm the person you think I am or the person I was back when all this started, but from where I am now, the person I am now, this is me promising, promising to be there, promising to be what I need to be to deserve the love you've shown me. Though I may not deserve it, and though I may not show it, I want to change so that I can feel that love. And when my words fail me, remember that from this day forward, I will be a better man. And I know I've made mistakes in the past, but what matters now is how I feel about you. This, this thing, this wordless thing that we have has always been enough for me, and I know it's never been enough for you. With what we have and what we've been through, you deserve better. You deserve a better me. Shh, no, no. Don't say anything, not now. Just give me one more moment, and then we can at last be what we always wanted to be, together. As I look at you, I can see it, and I know it. We were meant to be together. Everything else doesn't matter now, just us, just our hearts. Take my hand and hold me close now and hear these final words. I love you, Starbucks. Alright guys, we are back and we're here to talk about the big topic discussion of the week, which is Noah. Um I fell asleep. Dan <laughs> Dan, what is it? Um Ga digital versus physical copies of media, specifically video games. Oh, that's right. We're talking about video games. Right. Yes, yeah, video games. That's right. That's God right. damn it, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about music. <laughs> oh, we could. We could talk about that, but no, we're not. Um, I have a lot of opinions about that, but I'm not going to get into it here. Hey, let it go. <laughs> let it go. We can't pay for that. We can't pay for that. That's right. That's right. Okay. I don't think anyone can pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> so... Just uh, so we are clear, and we're starting on the same ground, I am 100% for physical copies of video games. Dan, where do I you stand? I am 90% for digital. 90% for yeah. digital. And I didn't know we were like, strapping on statistics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're going to put statistics, <clears throat> I am 50-50 right in the middle. Really? Yeah. That is convenient. Oh, boy. Very convenient. All right, so I'm going to go first, I guess, and talk about physical copies because we've been around longer, so I feel like uh, yeah, I should go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good dig. That was good. Uh, so physical copies are better, and that is the end of the podcast. Thanks for uh, coming, everybody. Does that mean we get to go home? Yeah. Okay. Great. Let's just, <laughs> all, let us just move past your entire pile of games that we got to climb over here. Right so, okay, my thing is, what is the benefit of physical versus digital? I guess because you really have to, to break it down it. that. Right. Okay, so the benefit of physical is you have it. It is yours. It is on your shelf forever until you want to get rid of it. Then you can go to a secondhand retailer and sell it back, get a little bit of money for it, and buy something else physical again. So the benefit of having something is just so you can get rid of it. That's one of the major benefits. Yeah, I would yeah, say yeah, that's... Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That is possibly one of the, like, the only real benefits. Yeah, and a lot of secondhand places let you kind of almost try the game for a little while. 
before you have to which, return no, it again. which is nice and that's one of the reasons why I have the like 10% or so buffer on physical yeah but I honestly think you can have a better experience with the game digital at least me personally because when it comes down to playing something if it's like well I want to play Tekken 7 for 5 minutes just to get a match in but instead I have uh, you know Call of Duty or whatever the hell inside my you know PS4 I'm not going to play Tekken 7 for one match. It's not worth inserting the disc and doing that whole thing. When instead I could just have digital and go, well, I'm going to go play that now. Right. I understand where you're coming from. But are you seriously saying that you are too lazy to put in another game disc? Did you just yes. ask a gamer if he was too lazy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I mean, this, this is... This is this is the big uh, divergence I have. I've never had a problem um, with switching out discs. It's almost... Should we check your back real quick? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's almost therapeutic. I mean, the way that, that you have to nicely put the disc back yeah. in and, and in, the, in the case... And You've then, got some issues, man. <laughs> I mean, this, this is how I deal with, with gaming, is I, I do it with, with sort of a, a reverence. And you lose that reverence. With digital gaming, I know it's it's for, a very uh, small thing for but... the console plebs. What's reverence? <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of. Uh, how would you describe it's it? Like idolizing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of like idolizing. It's 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 putting. Uh, so you feel like God. You're literally it on, you're putting it universe. on a pedestal and appreciating it. Yeah, you're appreciating it. That's a good way to put it. In yeah. my eyes, you are able to appreciate your physical copies of the games. You're able to appreciate what you have spent money on. And what you have played. Yeah, and, no, and I guess I, you're, you're appreciating the physical item, the actual tangible product. I, I I appreciate the actual experience where it's, you know, if it can get more out of what I'm doing and play it more and have a better chance of, you know, actually wanting to play it, digital. Because I don't need to dust off my old copy of, you know, Black Ops 2 or whatever to go play it when I have a digital. I could literally just throw it in. Or not even throw it in. I could literally just click the button. And I'm there. Right. I don't need to go find it. I don't need to track it. I don't need to do anything with it. That is always mine as long as it's, you know, tied to my account. Right. I mean, I see both sides and I see them very clearly to me. Uh, I like digital simply because it is a lot easier. It's a lot simple. Um, you have a library of games that immediately you can go into and say, oh, yeah, I do want to play this for one map or one match or something like that. Uh, but until a few things get caught up, like pricing. Digital games are way too expensive. Um, they cost the same amount as a physical game, and you know what? If I do try it and I do play it and I don't like it, there's no policy in store as of yet that is sufficient enough to say, I didn't like it. Can I return this? Right. There, yeah. there, there, to be clear, there are a handful of policies that allow you to do that, but there it's are. two hours of yeah. game time. And, and a that, lot of times, that's nowhere near enough time and that's to Steam. find out if you like it. Sony, and that's Steam, exactly. Sony and Microsoft don't have those. Yeah, Microsoft is getting one. Microsoft uh, is getting when, one. when Microsoft comes out with that uh, all-digital um, Xbox, uh, yeah. Netflix, Xbox 360, yeah. Netflix-like thing, yeah, they are getting it. Yeah. Uh, the but they're, they're almost ripping it directly from um, Steam's, which well, is it, it, two it, hours. It, we're at that generation where digital is becoming so prevalent yeah. that these things are having to be in place. Well, now it's just a matter of time before Sony does that as well, and so there will be covering those grounds of like, well, I didn't like this. Right. I'm not married to it forever. Right. And for what digital is, I can agree that it is a lot simpler. Um, 
there does need to be a handful of things that uh, that need to change on the marketplace's side uh, for me to return games, for me to get a refund, or for me to sell a game that I'm no longer ever going to play again to get a little discount on another game. But one of the major things that especially Steam is having a problem with is uh, the bar to entry is so low that there are way too many games to sift through to find one that you like. On the physical side, the games that hit the store shelves, those are the ones that hit the bar. No more, no less. Do some they? of them do they? Some of them suck. Do they? Some of them <laughs> suck, but yeah. it is in comparison to numbers, it is vastly improved. And, and so Which, the issue I have I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go but ahead, like go ahead. the issue I have with that that argument is who is who's there to tell me what is sufficient to be playable? Like, what kind of game is? Have you played Steam games in the past five years? Yes. Yeah. I, I am a sucker for Steam sale as well. Yeah, Who I know. Isn't? No man is strong enough. <laughs> no man is strong enough. No, but it, there are so many. And and yes, Greenlight, Steam Greenlight is going by the wayside, and they're bringing up something else that charges a hundred dollars. Um, yes, which I will talk about in a second. Yeah, before people get in there. But even with all of those things in place, there are hundreds of thousands of games that you have to sift through to find the one that you want. Even with a search term, you can't find it necessarily. But it's not part of gaming to find the thing that speaks to you. It's, you know, like whether you read books or watch TV shows. Like, but the retail space has already found it for you. Has it? Yeah, to a certain degree, For mass yeah. market gamers, I'm sure, yes, that's perfectly the place, but people who enjoy indies, who enjoy the things like, you know, Shovel Knight before it became Shovel Knight, people were playing that for years, well, not years, but months. Yeah. You know, because... Demon it, Souls before it became Dark Souls. Exactly. Right. You know, there is a thing where games can be good, but it takes the consumer to bring it up for it to hit mass market. Right. Right. So there are going to be missing gems, and that's why I think, you know, Steam sales and all those are great chances for people to do that, and that's why digital is so important. Right. Uh, Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> Amazing game. Yeah. But right. no one's ever heard of it until, yeah, Steam sales, exactly. and it is only a digital game. Yes. Okay. I get that. Stores have sales, too. Yes. However, but. stores also have to employ... There are people that work there. They have to employ the managers. Yeah. They have to pay rent. They have to pay power. Right. They pay salespeople to know what is good and what is bad. When do they actually know what is good and what <clears throat> is bad? A handful of them actually do. They do. Yeah. 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 A handful yeah. of them actually do. Yeah. Surprising. Surprising. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that what if you don't know what you want? What if you are an average gamer and not like us who know everything about video games before they even come out? Then you go to YouTube. Yeah. Then I go to YouTube. Yeah. You go to the internet. You There's go to this little place. That's on the screen. Forms. Yeah, and they have information on these things. Right, right. You know, Review sites, websites. What if I'm a mom who doesn't know what YouTube is? Well, then, then you're a mom. Why are you looking at video games? Because yeah. I have little Johnny's birthday coming up, and then I don't know what he likes. Little Johnny. Yeah, you ask little. No, Johnny. I'm I'm an absentee mother. I don't give a shit. <laughs> then why are you buying? <laughs> I can continue this all day. No, I understand. I understand where you're coming from, but yeah. parents still exist. They parents do. need salesmen. 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 Parents yeah, need salesmen. need those salesmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, parents need salesmen. Salesmen. <laughs> Jesus, I can't say it right. No, and that's exactly it. And that is great for little Johnny or Timmy or Phil or whatever the hell. You, you know, parents little Paul. Paul. Little Paul. There <laughs> you go. Okay, yeah. Little Paul. Little Paul's back. Um, 
you know, that's fine for that, you know, instance. But mm -hmm. little Paul there isn't going to care about Kerbal. He's not going to care about the quality of the game. He's looking for... The game that everybody plays. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, it's either a Call of Duty, sadly, or, right. you know, a Mario or whatever. Right. It's mainstream He just to be up with everybody else. Right. But gamers in general, people who, you know, I can't say take up the majority of the market, but the heart of the market... The people who buy the most number, of pro the most products, the whales, the whales, exactly, are the people who are going to care, and those are the people that are the the lifeblood of what our industry is. I actually will disagree with that statement. I still say that the lifeblood of our industry are parents. The lifeblood of our industry is those of us that love these games so much that they will make them themselves. And I think that's why digital is the best. You look at Steam Greenlight, right? They are coming okay, in. Okay, wait a minute. No, right, you okay. started on 50-50, and now you're 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 turning I'm, your back against. I, no, 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 oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I fully agree that there are some things that are really important for physical games. I get that people want to actually have that. As a developer who has developed a game, for you to grab that disc after years and years of you hard working on this codes that games breaking all these different things bosses yelling down your neck for you to pick up that disc and to say i fucking made this this is my game that's that's heavy that's big for somebody on as a consumer i would rather have digital i don't have space to put all these games there are certain games that i do like to hold there are certain collectible things that's Get a bookshelf you know what <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the money for that either. I'm a gamer. I get one or the like other. I shelf for a game. <laughs> one or the other. Um, but there are not always going to be the, the guys that work for that thing. There are the little tiny guys that don't have the cash to do that. Which is why, if we go back to Steam Greenlight, you mentioned they are coming out with something that's going to be $100 to entry to put in a new game. Uh, I'm going to go to a source that I like to go to, Jim Sterling, who does a lot of Steam Greenlight games. There are a lot of really good games on there. And they're made by people who do not have that $100 to put up. And there are a lot of shit asset flippers that charge so much money for a crap game, and they have that $100. They have that $1,000 to put up there because they know that they're going to get that money back. And it really sucks, but there are that crew on digital games that put their lifeblood into making something that they love. And that they can get to that rank of third party. PUBG... That guy put everything that they had. That crew put everything that they had into those battleground games, and now they're huge. Yeah. Well, they're big. They're big. They're, they're growing. They're yeah. growing. They're it's, getting big. It's intense. Like it, it's it is surprising, and that that is one thing I will say about digital is that it is giving people, uh, the little guys. Uh, a better leg up, and that honestly, in my opinion, the, the only reason that that's the case now is because Xbox got rid of Xbox Arcade. Xbox Arcade used to be a major platform for little tiny developing teams to get together and make a really stupid or really great game uh, for you know parties or just for the story aspect or just something real quick and easy to get out there and people played it and people bought it for a dollar yeah. and there it was on the system for you know 500 megabytes and that and was so fantastic. Microsoft learned that it was eating their profit. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, and I don't know that for sure. That's just my assumption. Um, right. Literally, because I mean, the biggest asset that a consumer has is time, and it's up to a publisher or somebody who wants their money to figure out where they're spending their time. And if they're spending their time hours on end on a dollar product, that's not time that's being spent towards a sixty dollar product. So why would that 
consumer purchase said product. Yeah, yeah. And I think the big argument between physical and digital can kind of come back to, do we need consoles anymore? Mm. The oh, oh, and No, hear, hear me out. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Pause Kill for me. a second. Pause for a second. Hear me out on this argument. When you buy a physical game, it is 100% guaranteed this will work. Or at least it used to be. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. You put that disc in there and it will work. And that's something unless, that's, it's unless it's made by Ubisoft. Unless it's made by Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it will work. And as PC users, as you guys used to be in the Stone Age, there was not a guarantee that that game was going to work when that's you downloaded true. it. That's true. Yeah. You know? So, and, it, and as soon as it seemed like as soon as we got the technology to all sort of talk together and be able to uh, be compatible with each other, that's the moment we uh, we as PC players switched over to digital, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. But no, I mean, no, you make a really good point. If I buy that disc based game, it's going to work. Is it? Yeah. It's going to work. It used to. Okay. It used to. <laughs> fine. Fine. There, there might be a scratch in it. There might be corrupted data in the install data, yeah, and I no, have to reinstall we're, it. We're talking more like that 30 gigabyte patch from day one, because, oh shit, we didn't actually finish this game before we put it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, fine. But it, it's, it's a consistency that you get every single time with a physical copy. With and digital, you don't get that digital? I, not necessarily. I, what, what issue have you ever had? Play Steam more often. I know I'm the only one here with a, uh, a gaming PC. I have one, just not the video card for it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I have the video card for it. Yeah. And I am playing Steam, I used to, about a year ago, play Steam games all the time. Yeah. I just grabbed something that was $5, $10, $20, just to see if it was good. 99% of the time, it wasn't good. 99% of the time, it was a broken game. Like, from the outset. That's PC gaming in general. That's the market. That's the digital market that it's PC not. gaming has created. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the digital market. But digital gaming as a whole, just because it does have issues, does not mean that it's faulty just because there's some problems with quality control because anyone can enter the market. That is the risk you play by, you know, going to these markets. If you go to, you know, the... I don't want to say bottom rung because it's almost too uh, critical but more of the you know the lower end the lower budget products you're going to get a budget experience right you know you go to the dollar cinema don't expect to be reclining you know expect to have no, gum yeah. on your pants you I know what i mean that. like I get that's, that. and that's just how it works that doesn't exist in physical markets yeah, that's because right. you're playing Which, premium, but you're not going to get the dollar not, product. Not, not necessarily you're playing premium. There are games right now coming out that are 20 bucks. Yeah, but PUBG 20 bucks. is coming out for 40. Yeah, but those are $20, $40 products. And not dollar products like, you know, these little games right. where you're going to get these issues. A $20, $40 product that has an issue is going to blow up. People are going to get pissed. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of games that are on digital that have heart. I mean, you can look at Gone Home. That's a game. Yeah, that no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely on board with that. Like every game on the on any market uh, has the potential to be good, but since there is just a flood of games on the digital market, uh, extra credits, a YouTube channel that I absolutely adore, and I suggest all of our listeners go watch every single episode and subscribe to them because they are amazing. Um, they were saying that the biggest hurdle that digital markets have is uh, the interface. It is impossible to uh, navigate. It, 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 isn't, it isn't like a, a store wall where you can look at every single game and look at the back and see what's there, and there it is. I mean, if we were going to ask a parent that walks into the game store anyway, they're not going to get it at 
first glance either. Yeah. Ask a parent to go on Steam and find a game. Right. It's going to be the same thing that it's going to be going to the store. But now no one's there to help them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are. There's, <laughs> there's things like tech support. There's things like forums. There's things like asking little There children. is top ten picks, most popular, sort by. There are a lot of filter options. It comes down to what's the baseline of the parent's ability to help themselves. If they can't turn on said computer, well, guess what? Digital is not for them, right? If they and, but these are the people with actual money. They might not be spending it 100% on video games, but they have the money to spend it on video games. you know what is for them? Gift cards. Yes. Yeah, gift cards for physical fucking product. No. no. Gift cards for digital. <laughs> gift cards are for digital. Yeah, well, Steam gift card. Yeah. I don't know what game to pick out on Steam. Guess what? I got you a gift card. But they don't even know what Steam is. That's no, fine. They little, don't have little to. Paul little, does. Little Paul does. Little Paul knows what Steam that is. That absentee parent goes, what do you want, little Paul? I want a Steam gift card. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wrong voice. He's coming oh. out of the basement. He's asleep. I want a Steam gift <laughs> card. <laughs> I forgot a few cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few right. Cigarettes. right. Um, okay. All right. All right. One of the major things about digital that I still have a problem with is that our technology is nowhere near caught up to deal with the bandwidth and the size of games. Yep. Welcome to modern gaming. Whether it is physical or digital, if you haven't played a Call of Duty or any online-based game, our infrastructure doesn't support the way in which we're pushing things. Like, that's you know, true. Yeah, but that's true across all media. It's not. It's the product itself that's the problem, not the physical item. Well, is it though? I mean, you can put 12 gigs well, I mean, do you want to, onto, we a, could talk onto about a Blu-ray. The, uh, Xbox is scratching physical discs because they couldn't make a fucking thing spin. <laughs> right? I remember that. That was funny. Yeah. So, I mean, you want to talk about things just not working correctly. It works across well, that was ways. a cost, that was a cost-cutting cost measure. of death and, you know, all these things that are physical problems. Those were all cost-cutting measures. Right. But all physical problems. But at the same problems. point, then, did they re do any repercussions for that? Like, are, did they reimburse people who now have broken discs? Because, no, now you have to go and buy a new console and a new disc. Well, when the well, Red Ring came out, yeah, they did do... Uh, you could change it in for free. And yeah, yeah. Same well, thing, I think, with the discs. Also, I think. I'm pretty like sure, that. yeah. But, but I mean, there are issues. And that's my thing. Is It's not so much that, you know, it's one's better than the other, but there are issues no matter which avenue you take. Yeah. No, it's that's that is definitely the truth. And uh, so, like... The one thing that I will say about digital uh, that is a kind word is that, um, yeah, there are millions of games that I can just check out. Have you ever checked out a game called Valiant Hearts? Yes, the uh, World War One yeah. side-scrolling kind of, yeah, yeah. How was it? Um, I had mixed opinions about it. We can no longer be friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It. Uh, I had a problem with it because it didn't take it as serious. It didn't take itself as seriously as it should have. I think that's the point. Eh. Eh. Because it's supposed to lead you down a path that is but, not where you end. Right. Right. But some of uh, uh, some of the preamble to the actual levels in the game were so heart wrenchingly truthful and heart wrenchingly like just emotional that the gameplay, being as silly as it was, took me out of it. I, I no idea. longer cared. That that's the idea, though. It's supposed to be. It's not it's, supposed to be in that direction. Is no, what no, I'm it's supposed to, to be desensitized. It's supposed to desensitize you. It's supposed to make you go, well, all these horrific things are happening. Yet within you know the few hours of like gameplay link that it has, you can be desensitized to such horrific actions. 
I understand what you're saying, but I, what I'm saying is that I didn't get that. Yeah. I didn't get that um, desensitization because the emotional beats of that movie, or of that movie, of that game, um, were so poignant. And then the game came, and I was like, "Wait, this is this is silly." I think I just heard a bonk noise. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I couldn't disconnect myself enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, from story and gameplay. If, if it didn't touch you, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Know. No, it, but it, it did. but it is, in my opinion, a great game, a great experience that you can only have digital. And I think that's you know one of those things. It came out physical. Did it? Yeah, it did. It did. I didn't oh, want I didn't to say. I didn't know. It did come out physically. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, and that—that's—that's that's sort of uh, another point. Is like every every digital game that comes uh, to the digital marketplace and then makes a gigantic splash. What's the first thing they do? Put it in physical. Put it in physical. Yeah, but it's never going to make that splash if it didn't come out on, on digital. digital. Yeah, maybe true, but. It's no, no, but it's not going to make nearly as much of a splash if it doesn't also come out on physical. What yeah, do you think but PUBG it'll, is? Ne- it'll never even get into the pool. Why yeah. do you think PUBG is coming out on physical? Because why do you think Ark digital. is coming because out? Because it came out on digital. That's not why. Yes. yes. It, no, it that's is. not why they are doing it. They are doing it because they know that they can make even more money if they well, go physical. Okay, let me ask you this question then. How do they know that they're going to make money? Because it's physical and people can buy it. No, 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 no. no. no Why no. do they know this product is going to be bought? Oh, because it came out in digital and everything was. But that that doesn't matter. What I'm saying it's is that it does. It's, it's, that's the, it's whole the first. Thing. It's the first step. The first step is they digital. know that they can make money on a physical copy, so they no, make no, a the physical first copy. No, the first step is finding out that you can make money. Yeah, I, that's what I say. That's the first step. <laughs> yes. The next step is they found out that they can make money if they go physical. Yeah, I'm not so arguing physical. that physical will make more money than digital. Yeah, because physical always makes more no, money because than digital. Phys- yeah, because it's marketed more. Yeah, because you can market something that's actually tangible. You can market a digital game. People yeah, do you it all can the time. Too. Try. Okay. Hey guys, you know that game on Steam? No, no, no. What, what, what I'm saying is, is give me put give, it on the front page. Give me of an Steam. example. Yeah. Give me an example of a game that you can uh, uh, market, like on television, okay. that is only coming out digitally. Uh, exclusive Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Steam player, but if you were to do a game, you know, PUBG, you, all you gotta do is just show highlight reels. Or things people playing you can do it the same way as you market any other physical game because you know what they don't show at the end of trailers anymore they don't show that box cover with the disc that like slides in the box no, no what they what show they is show... the system that it's coming out for right the actual Steam. physical no no, no. the actual Origin. physical <laughs> system that it's coming out for at the end of a playstation uh four game commercial you see a playstation 4 okay. at the end of an xbox commercial you see an xbox one so you know what you're now gonna see you're gonna see this boss ass game at pc that's got like blue no one no one will know what that box some is some dude's gonna yeah. be token his vape out of it it's gonna be his liquid vape cooler and that's the way he has to cool it <laughs> i almost wish i had a friend who had a kid who was old enough to play video games so that I could have them on this podcast talking about what they would buy, what they would buy their little son or daughter. Because I, mean, I 99.9% of those parents would say a physical copy of a game. Yeah, because, because they're, they're old. Yeah, they're because they're old. Because they need, help me. They walk into stores going, please, I'm lost, help me. They go, my kid is driving me fucking insane. And then they buy the game. All right, all right. Well, let's, so let's talk about digital stuff. You're saying things cannot be successful fully unless it has a physical release. 
Yes. Friday the 13th. How many people actually have played that game? I want. I want people. I want people. A lot, people, a lot of on. people. A lot of <laughs> parents are even looking for those yes. games. Right, right. But I want people who are listening to this podcast to to find me somehow. You know, uh, uh, Twitter or or through our SoundCloud, however you want to find me, uh, and tell me if you know what Friday the Thirteenth the game is okay. without I, looking it up. No, and I will raise the bar again. Okay. Minecraft in its original form. <laughs> okay, all right, good point. But what made that game popular? What made that the most popular game in the world? The f- Not the digital copy. Kids. Yeah. The physical copy. No, no, no. Oh. The PS3, the Xbox 360 version. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It was the digital copy. Because the only reason why the physical copy looks as shitty as it does is because everyone who paid it on a PC... Brought it way the fuck down because you could do whatever the hell you wanted on that game, whatever you wanted. Yeah, you could build it to anything. Not everybody has a PC. Everybody had an no, Xbox it, 360 no, was, or a PS3. It was a PC game, right? Back in the day, and it became super popular, and that's when I think from YouTube, Microsoft bought it Microsoft for like it. a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. When it was still digital only, and then brought that shit over. They spent a billion dollars on a digital IP, and you're going to sit there and say physical is the only way. I actually am not sure that's 100% correct. I am Let's pretty Google freaking positive. Because they spent... I think they actually spent it when they when it came out on Xbox 360 and PS3. They spent a lot of money. Yeah, a yeah. couple billion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fine. But do you think it was because of those physical items that it became the phenomenon? They're like, well, now we No, it became a phenomenon because of YouTube, not because of the game. It became, but it was okay. a digital so hold on. game. Sure. That was on YouTube, and all the kids were watching PewDiePie, etc., okay. etc. <laughs> hold on, because you just answered your own question. When mom and pop walk down the street, and they're like, hmm, hand in hand... God, what what game should we buy, little Jimmy? Let's go to YouTube and let's see what the hottest new online no, game is. No, 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 is. no. That's that's not what I meant. I meant that the kids kept telling the parents, "Mom, Minecraft, Mom, Minecraft." So they're not going to do that with any other digital game that they watch YouTube. Not things necessarily. On? Not, not necessarily. nearly. Not necessarily. Not nearly as much as or as easily as they could with a physical copy of a game. I know that I am. I am. An old hat here. I yes. know that I am talking about Stone Age stuff that in five years, this will all be a moot point because we're all going to be switching over to digital. Yes. But mm-hmm. that does not mean that we should. Things need to change before we should, yes. However, things won't change things before they will change. change. And they will have to change because if they don't, there's no reason for digital. Okay. So I did look it up. Okay. And Paul is correct. Okay. The physical games did come out before uh, Microsoft did buy Rojang. Right, right. But only about a year. A year's a long time. How much did they actually spend on that still? Um, 2.5 billion. <laughs> God damn. Mojang, dude. That guy, he's just... Notch. Kicking, yeah. yeah, Notch. He's just kicking back, doing whatever the fuck he wants yeah, to now. But digital is what drove that game. It was not the physical. The physical did gangbusters. Yeah. But it only did gangbusters because people knew what it was. Yeah, from YouTube, not because of the digital because of copy. Digital, no, no, YouTube didn't make it. No, YouTube personalities made it. Yes. Right, but the only reason they knew about it was because they went and they played it on digital. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. It's, you're you're it like digital. bypassing the fact of that it came out on digital just because it's YouTubers not, brought it to popularity. Yeah. yeah, YouTubers brought it to popularity, not the digital it's, copy of the game. Yeah, they didn't bring the digital copy. They didn't bring the physical copy of it to popularity. They brought the digital copies to, to fame. 
digital can be if, famous and successful. If That's the digital the game was not good, it would not have become popular, whether right. it was on YouTube or not. Right. Right. So, again, point me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not keeping track of points here. Um, I have two stars and a point, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> I can take away those stars anytime no, you can. I want They're to. Mine. <laughs> He's played Ark, man. I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, North, God damn it. Okay, well, I understand that you guys think you won, but clearly we physical did. copies we are the greatest thing in the world, and you'll never take that away from me. Physical I, I love my physical copies. have their point, and until the laws and the rules have changed on digital... They will have a place. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't need to have a place. Yeah. I mean, they work great and it's a nice kind of thing. But having been someone, A, who's had discs get scratched and become unplayable. B, who's actually been robbed and had my collection just get turned into vaporware. Digital now voids both of those. I don't have to worry about those, like, real life issues. Right. No, I mean, I I totally understand. But, um, I don't know. I have a bookshelf. And filling that bookshelf with with plastic cases that have the name of the game on the side looks real nice. You know what I could do for you? What's that? I'm gonna. I'll do you this. I'll do this solid. Buy it digitally. And I'll get you a case. <laughs> Stick that up the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, digital definitely has its place. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I think the hurdle that they are facing with bandwidth. Uh, with uh, download size, uh, especially with a lot of companies uh, throttling gigabyte size, things like that, um, that needs to be addressed years before we make a transfer from physical to digital. And I, I, don't I would see not want to see a physical to digital only. I would not want to see that either. No, <clears throat> no, God, no. So you Cons- want a physical market of some kind? Absolutely. Okay. It's Why? not that I, I think that this is the only way the market should be. Right. I do think I just I prefer digital. I think consumers need to have a choice, and that to me is the whole point of gaming. Is you know consumers need to have a choice of what games to play. Okay. And if physical is the only way to do that, then they're not going to have the same amount of choice. It's going to be a curated market. Yeah. And that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, you can't buy a pre-owned version of a game. I'm a poor old man because. You bought that stupid-ass time machine. <laughs> and it needed to happen, guys. E3 was amazing because of it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it was amazing for me, since I got to see it so many times. You yeah, guys, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, there is a spot for physical games to have that market of pre-owned and the reselling. And you know what? When your buddy buys a new game, and you're like, oh, dude, this game's so freaking cool. And you're like, oh, really? Yeah, man. Here, try it. You can hand that over to him. And there is something about that. There is game sharing, I will say that. There is game sharing, however, Which, it does not work as well as I would like it nope. to work. Although I know a number of people who actually just game share all of their games and don't buy 90% of the games they play. Yeah, which is, yet again, another problem uh, that the industry will have to deal with, I guess. And Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the industry the, will. I mean, right. we're still a growing industry, so right, there's right. going to be issues. Right. 20 years? Yeah. Why well, should there be an more. issue I think on it's that? Like 30 something. Oh yeah, thirty years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Shit. What am I doing? Why should there be an issue on that? It's an art form. I think we've discussed that. Right. Yeah. You should be able to share it however you want. Yeah, exactly. But with well, digital, 
It's not technically okay, so, yours. You're uh, yeah, borrowing it. Yeah, which is well, the other. It's the same thing with physical, though. Like, not, it, we, no, no, no. Not you actually, own a no, disc, no. but the data you, on itself is not technically actually, not. That actually that will actually, change uh, very soon. It's actually in the courts right now. They're basically it's it's been predicted that it will sh- shift. If you buy a physical copy of uh, a movie, TV show, video game, that is your copy. But you can you do buy, with whatever you want with that data. But if you buy a digital copy, nope, not yours. You are licensing that, yeah. which is the same thing that we saw with PT. I think that's the right. most famous example. You cannot get PT anymore right? unless you have it already downloaded on your system. I have it. That is wiped. I if anybody it. wants to play it, come over to my house and play it because I won't. It's scary. Why don't you just sell it on eBay? <laughs> I was actually considering that. Yeah. Is yeah. it because you don't want to admit that media... Digital media will make you money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it can become popular. Right. Well, no. Yeah. I understand that digital media can become popular. I okay. just don't think that's what makes it popular. I think that YouTube, digital markets, other things make it popular. And then to monetize that popularity, they have to, have to make a physical copy of it. I have one last question for the court. Yes. Do you buy digital music? No. I what? do not buy digital music. What? Oh no! I uh, forgot. Paul's still a rock record player. <laughs> I would like. I would like to prove to the court that uh, physical media brought to you by hoarders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I just want to quickly say the reason I don't buy uh, fi- uh, 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 digital copies of music is because their bit rates are usually lower than a CD quality, and therefore I do not. Uh, Paul is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do not like the quality of a uh, digital copy because a digital copy can get corrupted whereas a CD might be able to get scratched fine but it won't get corrupted the data on there will never change yeah and I mean if it gets corrupted you can't um, oh wait yeah you can just reinstall it Redownload it, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, but yeah, bit, you know, that's and, such a big issue. But bit you know, quality, player gets bit certain... rates quality. You don't get the warmth. I'm sorry. You know I'm you're going to get never. backlash for our quality, correct? Oh yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, I, we're we're working on it, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, uh... it's coming soon to physical copies. <laughs> the NPC podcast. <laughs> yeah. The only way to get popular. Yeah, it's the, it's only the only way, way to get popular. I mean, if we get popular enough, hell yeah, I'll make this into a CD. Sell it. Jesus to, Christ. Uh, I don't know who. Walked We've... over to Have you heard my mixtape? <laughs> <here? laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys kind of being incredibly kind to me uh, oh, of and, and my old, old ways of physical copies. Uh, but uh, I think that's all the time we have. And I hope everybody who listened really enjoyed uh, our first official podcast topic. What was it again? Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch, Noah. I don't was dear listeners the third and true first episode of the non-player character podcast i really hope you guys enjoyed it it was a lot of fun to do dan was mean to me and noah you he flipped so quickly against me but it was still so much fun there are some corrections that i need to make first off uh there was a call to action for every listener to go watch extra credits but I was not clear as to how to do that. Uh, You can go onto YouTube, search Extra Credits. They have adorable little animations that go along with really in-depth discussions about the video game industry and things like that. And these guys, they know their stuff. Uh, One is a video game analyst, like a legitimate analyst, 
Uh, a couple of them are animators. Uh, there's some artists on there. Whole bunch of people, they know what they're talking about. Go watch them, they're fantastic. Also, the song you heard in the Starbucks commercial is by a gentleman I found on YouTube named Ross Bugden. The song was Dark Horizons. You can find him on YouTube too. I also said, and then Noah agreed with me, that Vigilant Hearts uh, was a physical game. It actually never came out as physical, so Dan was right. I don't want to give him any points because this was a discussion topic, and having points means that there might be a winner, which there can't be in a discussion, but Dan was right. All the corrections now out of the way. I am free to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And, oh, I have so many things planned for this thing. I know, I said this in the beginning, but there's going to be a website. There's going to be an active Twitter. There might be even an Instagram, but I don't know how to use Instagram, so someone's going to have to teach me. We're off next week because this is a bi-weekly show, and I'm just going to admit it now. It's a bi-weekly show. Just deal with that. But that doesn't mean that once this podcast goes out and you're done listening to it, you can't talk to me. Talk to me all you want about what happened in the podcast, what your thoughts are. Uh, you can find me. We are on Twitter. Just no one really checks it because no one talks to us. So you can be the first person to talk to us. But when we come back, which is not going to be next Friday, but the Friday after that, we're going to have a special guest on the podcast Anyway, thanks again for listening, and I really hope that you guys stick around for this amazing adventure that we're all kind of going out on.